Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Finding Backcountry podcast. This is a unique episode that I actually recorded with Jason Carter, Adam Bronson, and the crew over at Epic Outdoors, good friends of mine. So I took their recording and we're just going to play it on our platform here, but you get the idea. Wanted to do just a quick intro real quick. Those guys over at Epic, um, good dudes and they're they're rolling out this Muley's Matter movement for the first time this year and something that I am a big fan of and supported almost instantly with the backpack food business. And so we're donating five, someone will be able to get five full days worth of food, you know, around a $250 value if you end up with an unpunched deer tag you know, and they have different categories. You'll have to check their website for all the rules and regulations and which tags apply and which ones don't and stuff like that. But yeah, super cool movement. Chat about that with them. We obviously bring up monster energy drinks and llamas and everything in between. So it's going to be a cool episode. Uh, real quick though, speaking of the backpack food business, just wanted to plug a new product that we're super excited about and I expect you to go support it. <laughs> It is the Trailblazer subscription box. Listen, let me be let me be honest with what I'm doing with this. It's really just a place for me to experiment, try out new products without going, you know, super deep and having to buy, you know, a thousand of them to get through a summer. I can just buy a few dozen or a couple dozen or, you know, whatever, a few small packs at a time and dump them into these subscription boxes. And so in other words, I'm not using the subscription box to make money. I'm really not. I'm barely breaking even on these things. And most weeks I've, or most months I've been over indexing on more value than I should. So trust me when I tell you, you will not be disappointed. These things come packed full of snacks that will last you probably the entire month, maybe less if you're like me, but try some new things. Every single box will have a dehydrated meal of some kind. Now that could be a pouch that's a breakfast pouch that you add water to um, meal, or it could be a dehydrated meal like a peak or something like that, along with just a pile, a plethora rather of snacks. Some that we carry in the store that are our favorites that we just carry in the custom meal store for backpack logistics and a lot of new stuff. So this is the place if you like variety, if you want to try new things, and this is the time of year to start finding all the new snacks that you want to take, or in our case, things that you want to add to your order. And if we get enough people that say, hey, man, that whatever bar that you put in the November subscription box, we've got to have those in the store and I get enough people, we'll just bring them in. So that's what the subscription box is for. $29.50 plus $5 shipping. So you're $34.50 out the door. And again, each box so far has been over $40 at retail value. So you're not going to lose your wife. Listen, a hangry wife is not a happy life. Okay. So your wife will love you for it. If you have kids, they're going to probably take most of the stuff and you'll never see it. But your wife will also love you because that keeps snacks in the minivan for your kids when they're going to soccer practice. So this thing's awesome. Trailblazer subscription box. It's on the backpack logistics page. We fuel it. Go give it a try. That's it. Let's get to the episode, guys. Thanks for listening. Anything to do with Western Big Game. Welcome to the Epic Outdoors podcast. 
powered by Under Armour. Hey everybody, Jason Carter, Adam Bronson, and Logan coming at you from Southern Utah. It's freaking cold out there. It's dang near what, 31 to 45 degrees, Bronson. It says 45, it feels 31. The wind chill uh, thermometers aren't working yet. It's, <laughs> it's colder. It, it is colder than crap. Shot uh, Justin's gun today. We're getting ready to go to Colorado. He's smacking a thousand, no problem. So super awesome. Anyway, kind of fun. Got a, it's a fun time of year. I mean, of course, we're wore out, Bronson. You feel like you had a long year? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, and then we're not on, done. <laughs> coming on mid-November with a whole another bunch to go. Yep. Uh, actually, been cranking on uh, the December magazine and trying to get it done as soon as, as soon as we're done. Janet gives us the okay. We gone. So anyway, today's uh, episode is going to be kind of interesting. Another podcaster, Dustin Whitwer, uh, backcountry. What is it? Backcountry. What is it, Logan? It's back finding finding backcountry. I always kind of throws me for a loop because backcountry is about 300 well, yards has a from the truck to most people. But he also has another company where he does the mills, which is like backcountry logistics. logistics or something. But so that's and company. then he's and then he's get, you know does some of those food bins or those big big old boxes, the snack that's packs. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. backpack logistics. It's yeah, a, yeah. So anyway, pretty, llama logistics. Pretty couple good, other dude. Businesses. We're butchering everything, but you know. He's a good dude, and he can take it. Um, anyway, let's give him a holler. I, I'm not. I know he wants to talk about a few different things. Definitely another monster connoisseur. He, he take, he takes it to a different level than I think even you and I do. Oh, the monsters. Oh, I, well, yeah. Hmm? He says he invented white monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, all I know is. He, I, I see a lot of uh, yeah taste testing going on. A lot of taste testing of a lot of weird flavors. It's just an excuse to buy Get more energy up. drinks. All right, let's give him a holler. Carter? I was just telling Bronson, I've got him on the phone here. <laughs> I was just uh, telling Bronson that you feel like that you invented White Monster, and I think that's a bunch of crap. Well, I, I wouldn't say I invented it, but I definitely put it on the map. No. Yeah. <laughs> Bronson. Kind of like Al Gore on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But, He's, but hey, I mean, we, I, we fully he acknowledge. He says he was the first to acknowledge that White was the good one. He could have I've been. got receipts. I've got receipts. I'm sure I was receipts for what? Okay, what does that mean? You, we got you, you we got prime time here on, on the air today, <laughs> Coach Prime. Yeah, yeah. I I kept my receipts from the first ones I ever had. Oh, so, so what does that mean? What does that mean? It just it just means that I have proof. Well, our receipts are so old that they fade. Well, <laughs> it's when you guys like, bought them, you were still writing checks for them at the Lynn's <laughs> we, Market. Hey, Dustin, we, we we still write checks. We paid cash. We, we didn't have a credit. We didn't have credit cards. <laughs> we write checks right now. Can you believe that? Do you even write a check anymore? Yeah, I I do Personally? every once in a while. Yeah. Venmo, Venmo, we got Mostly. Venmo. We got Venmo. You could, what he's trying you to say? Venmo, you could Venmo us a little cash. Because he was monster when monster wasn't cool. That, well, that's, that's what, what he's, he's trying to say. That the reason we drink him is because of him. That's what he's trying to say. He doesn't said it, yeah. but he doesn't have to. Yeah. Because I already know what he's the thinking. real the real debate. The only one that's got a real leg to stand on is me and Ben. Because you know. Because why? 
Well, we're the only ones that are willing to put our necks on the line with unbiased reviews of all the energy drinks yeah. out there. I just there's too know, many nasty ones, and I, just I, and wanna... I don't have enough years in my life to have a bad <laughs> tasting monster or energy drink. I only want good ones. There's so many oh. negative medical reviews that I just want to know They're if all... you're worried about meeting your maker and and talking about how many kids you converted over to drinking white monsters. I don't know, but I just had to do this blood work for like a life insurance thing, yeah. right? And it's yeah. what? It's cherry. Perfect. Could Every, be everything's cherry except this like one thing. And it's like, oh, this is directly tied to your liver. And I'm like, oh, no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure that dates back <laughs> to all the monsters. It might. I don't know, but I, I drink monster and they go in and do a blood pressure test. And they're like, man, you got good blood pressure. Healthy as a horse. I know yeah. I'm fine. I know it's fine. It's good. It's like a good blood solvent. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, what are you? What are we? What are we talking about today, boss? This is your gig. <laughs> this is my <laughs> gig, but you're recording it. <laughs> well, yeah, we're recording it, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, just your Muley's Matter stuff, man. Oh, like, yeah. listen, I'm. I mean, I'm a. I thought you were going to talk about spitters and things like that. <laughs> yeah, we can hey, lead in. We can. <laughs> should we talk about the? survivability of uh having sp- of a llama sp- versus a horse well yeah what would you rather what would you rather have when you're if you're you in the guys, back country yeah you guys pretty much crapped all over that <laughs> well, well they didn't no, it. it just begged the question they were just nothing but a liability which one of the star wars this is a really rough question which one of the star wars i think it was empire strikes back right at the <laughs> intro he's riding that thing it looks like a llama but it's like a two-legged llama and he like has to kill it and climb inside of it to stay warm and survive I, in the I, snow. I mentioned that on the podcast. Do you remember podcast. that? Oh, you did? Oh, I did. You could, because they could say you fit if you, inside a llama's carcass, could you? Carcass, no, could you, you can't. You can't. Okay, then, then they're can useless. You, then they're it? useless. Can you? Can you? Does? No way. They're useless. No, no but I mentioned a horse, it because you can climb I, in a horse. Exactly. And I mentioned it because like for moose or something in Alaska, like if you had to, you could do something weird like that. But I mean, it's <laughs> it's far-fetched. <laughs> like this whole podcast so far is getting far-fetched. <laughs> have you even seen that uh, but you don't Star go, Wars movie I'm talking about? I have, yeah. He cuts it open with his lifesaver, the guts go, and he jumps inside and survives. Yeah, I couldn't remember what the animal was called, so I was Yeah, it, well, I don't I couldn't I'm, get it. That's. Yeah, I, I just think you, you, you would You weren't even alive. You wouldn't even hug a llama for warmth. You wouldn't even hug them. <laughs> They're woolly. What do they you mean? hate. They hate people. Yeah, well, they look at you cross-eyed. If you had you. one stuck in the snow, though, you could shear it and then take all the wool and throw it in your sleeping bag with you. Okay. Okay. Who, if you, you had electricity and shears oh, up there, you, yeah, yeah, or, or clippers of some sort, <laughs> and like you're gonna think square enough to be like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna listen, share Carter, this thing right here. Saying, saying that the llamas were a liability at that point, huge it's like, liability. It's it's that's like that's like getting broke down on your side by side, and then saying blaming it, the side by side is a liability. Well, like, it uh, le- a it left you there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> B, what are you gonna do with it now? Oh, this friggin' thing. We wouldn't have had a flat tire, a blown. You know, we wouldn't have popped our uh, sway bar on our Tacoma if we We wouldn't be near as deep. We wouldn't be near (laughs) as deep without it. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree with you, Dustin. I agree with you. So anyway, it's fine. So go ahead. We can just go ahead and do a little shameless plug for your llamas business. Let's do it. We listen. The llama business ain't really a business anymore. Like we've we've transitioned from you're just doing it to you're just doing it to avoid paying taxes. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, listen. Keep going. <laughs> go ahead. To, go to ahead. throw a couple in the pasture to keep green belt status. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Less, but less homeowner tax. Hey, may, maybe you guys don't understand too the price of the price of llamas nowadays. Oh, it's probably profitable. Like, why would anyone be a cattle farmer, right? No. Like you can sell llamas for three to nine thousand dollars. What for trained? Trained or green? Green, bro. What, what are we talking green, about? Green three to five off, off, their, off their mom as yearlings. Yearling for yeah. three to five grand? Yep. Carter. Three, three thousand. Three thousand. You don't even have to feed long. them good. You can't even. You they, can feed them plywood. You can, oh, you can feed them garbage and they still look the yeah. same. You can't yeah. tell. You've underfed like, them, overfed them. They're nothing. just like bigger goats. Aren't they like a bigger yeah, goat? They kind, they kind of are. <laughs> they're kind of disgusting. Carter, what are you? No. You want to do I'm it? out. <laughs> I'm looking for epic, an investor. We could do the I'm epic, for epic llamas. We could start with a what do they call them? Crees or cre- what are they? Huh? Creas. What's Creas. that? We the could breed? Buy, we could What's buy, that? We could buy a crea off Dustin. Get our start. The epic llama business. What is a crea? <laughs> is that a type of llama? No, it's a baby. It's a, it's a baby. It's a baby. What? what cries a lot. It's what I. It, it's spelled like cries or something okay. like that. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. So. All right. Profitable. So profitable, you, so but you, not profitable. For IRS purposes. <laughs> well, On one hand, he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm trying to avoid taxes." At some point, they're profitable. At some point, it's a hobby, <laughs> and then you got to move to Wyoming and find an accountant up there that'll work with you. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right. But so, no, we, it's it's not really we're not really hot and heavy uh, renting them out anymore. We just we just breed them and use them and then sell them as you know either yeah. yearlings or trained. Just gotcha, kind of fun. I, I don't very little. What is the life expectancy of a good llama? Is it like a horse? Could you get 20 years out of one? Yeah. Yeah, you get 20, 18, 20 years of packing. Okay. Wow. It's, right. it's, a, little, it's a little different, though, because they can't uh, – they're not really fully mature to like four or four and a half. Yeah. So are they so – Takes a minute. You're, yeah, you're only packing like half loads. Like what – you know, when Finch was saying 80, 90 pounds, that's on the big four-and-a-half-year-old. So – yeah. You know, three three and a half. He's only packing maybe thirty, forty pounds. You know, they have a weird. What's a male? What's a male? Is it called a stud? What's a male llama called? Uh, male. A boy. Just a male. Yeah, I, don't, a I actually don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, you called the baby a very unique name. A cry. cry well, they call them cries. Creas. Okay. Yeah, creas. I did. I figured they had but different names for the males and females. But. And I wouldn't know that without. Dustin, I'm, okay. I'm he, sure he, he posted. He had a Korea or something and posted about it, and I was like, "Okay, I learned right. something." Well, today. enough, <laughs> probably enough. But I was intrigued enough, until Carter tapped out, and then I lost my investor. So I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> we and, can make a side deal. All right. So then, what else you got going on? You you got a day job, of course. You're doing guns and whatnot, and then you've got this backcountry. Yeah, back food backpack, box. backpack logistics with a food box. Mm-hmm cool stuff and that's that's what i'm trying to push right i mean the 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 listen the meals is taken off right like we doubled last year from the year before right wow and so guys are buying these you know pre-packaged they 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 get to build their entire day's worth of food with us right so i i inventory their breakfast their lunch their dinner all their snacks drink you know, drink mixes, right? The mountain ops of the wilderness athlete and crap like that. They're instant yeah. coffees. Uh-huh. And they put a, you know, a $40, $50 day order in and they might do two, they might do 10. Uh-huh. 
and then I box them up in a gallon bag and send it out to them, right? Ready right. to roll. Right. Okay. Yeah, you sent us a five pack, uh, five mm-hmm. days, sorry, five, five day uh, meal kit from uh, backpacking. So you're giving away to the Muley's Matter Initiative a five yep. day backpack meal kit. Yeah. Yeah. So like 250 bucks should cover them, right? And that's about the value. But they'll they'll yeah. be able to go on and do five full days of uh, food. You know. You yeah. figure 50 bucks a day. Is what you got yeah, that's on the high. That's on the high. Well, yeah, it's on a high calorie. Take a freeze dry. I mean, just them alone yeah. are fifteen bucks. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> but then, but then we took over. So do you remember Cody Rich's backcountry fuel box? Yes. So I bought I bought the basically just the assets and stuff because he had shut it down okay. shortly before, but he was getting out of that. So I bought all the assets and stuff from that, and then kind of launched this Trailblazer box. Um, which is really cool. You actually, I got one from you, and it was it was awesome. Did a little yeah. video clip, but I never posted it. Sorry. Oh, great. Wow. <laughs> but it was cool. It was really cool. Was yeah, impressive. and the idea, the idea there, you know, you can't scratch much out of people for something like that, right? It's like magazine subscriptions. You got to have tens yeah. of thousands to make yeah. it work. But it's more or less just, I'm just pushing I'm your just other filtering, products. Yeah. Exactly. Filtering them into the meals because that's where I make money. Well, and you should. You're providing a great service. So on that, do they kind of give you, you know, do you give them a whole menu and they just kind of pick some of the things they like or do you just do a random thing, sampler, or how are you doing it? No, it's all, dude, it's all custom. You should jump on and look. It's it's even got, uh, like, as you're building it, right, we've, we've inventoried, I would say, there's very few guys that are like, dude, you're not carrying something that I want because we right. have a lot of the, you know, just the, the basics, right? Right. But as they're adding it, they're custom building exactly what they want, and it tallies it up on the side as they're putting it in their day of food. Oh, I see it. We've got, sh- we're actually on your website yeah, we're, right now. We're loading yeah. calories as we speak. Yeah, see, Green see how meal, it's, peak refuel, it's telling you your, all the uh, options. Yep, and it's showing you your weight, your Little calories, Debbie. calories per ounce. Little Debbie, that's, that's, that's for Ben. Yeah, the cosmic brownie. Yeah. yeah. Did you do that for him? Is he the only Notice, one that's ordered any of them? Hey, go to the. This is why I'm the. This is why I'm the energy drink guy. Go to the energy tab. Okay. All right. And find is. white. Find white monster. Uh, monster monster energy? energy, and then oh, <laughs> there's the only, only one. one that comes up as white. Twelve ounce. That you doesn't even, even. That doesn't even get your heart rate up. You're not even going to offer any other flavors. You're only white. There's not even an Whoa. option. You click it and it goes straight to one. But I guess he's thinking backpacking. You can't take a twenty-four ounce. I mean, you yeah, could, but wait. Bronson, you ain't. You it ain't reminds me of the six, first vehicles that were 16. made. It reminds me of the first vehicles that you you can have any color you want as long as it's black. <laughs> <laughs> Where's white? Monster Energy white. That's what you get. Twelve ounce. <laughs> this is good for you. I know this. It's good. But I listen. I can say with confidence we're the only backpack food company out there offering white monsters. No, they, the others realize it's a liability because it's not healthy. You're backpacking <laughs> with high blood pressure. Do you All have, right, guy. Yeah. Well, this, yeah. So this is good, and I. I does There's this, a lot of does this happen to yeah. a lot of options right there? And probably does your order. It stores it, so if you go for a week, come home, and want to go back, and like like Walmart. I hate going in Walmart. I do too. Hate so I, I do my online Walmart, pick it up. This and it saves it. To you. It saves it. And a lot of my uh-huh. hunts, I buy very similar things. And so every week or two, if I need to yep. go, it, I'd redo it. Does this save it like that? And you just go redo the same thing? If you uh, like. go back to your orders, probably that's what your I mean. prior orders or something. Yeah, that's yeah. Or do Look you have at, to start you might, over? 
you probably have to go rebuild it. I don't think we're that advanced. Look, at, yet. look though, he's got it all uh, vacuum packed. Oh yeah, I, I knew There's that. There's a day part, but, right there. But yeah, oh, that's God. that's great. It's just that you know what I mean, like yeah. drop downs. Yeah. Whoa, the guys. Uh, Do you hear that? Was no. that the guy? Yeah. The guys like uh, Carter that are like truck camping or horse horse guys, right? They usually just leave the <laughs> leave the <laughs> they leave the dinners off, right? And then they they have their you know big dinner back at camp. And then Rib you got your, Dutch oven potatoes, uh, right? <laughs> hey, hey, you'd but be surprised. You I love you'd be too. surprised at how much I ate some of this crap you're selling right here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like during the what's, day, you know? So, so for example, there's a PB and strawberry jelly sandwich kit. Okay, what do I get? Do I get the the to go cups for the peanut butter, or how does that sandwich kit? So there's come? a Squeeze. there's a product there's a product called Split. Maybe you've seen them at Walmart. Half jelly, half and they peanut make butter. half peanut butter, half jelly in a packet, and you oh, just squeeze it out onto your yeah. onto your okay. bagel. Okay, okay, I like it. No, this is pretty handy. So anybody that's interested, backpacklogistics.com. But really, Dustin, we're here to talk about what we got going on. Yeah. Mealies matter. Yeah. Listen, I hey, I'm I'm your biggest fan, man. Like I I, I I'm in my head, I was the first one to contact you guys and donate something, right? It's not for much, sure. You were right. Just like the, the receipts for the white monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was early. I was early. No question about it. But no, I just listen. I, I I think the whole thing's interesting, man. I think there's there's a almost it's almost created like a movement, right? That I'm not sure a lot of people agreed with or understood, right? And it it taps into this whole, um, you know, this whole mindset going around. Like we could get real deep into this um, aspect of it, but like, you know, there's entire companies out there that are built off of selling the idea that you have to kill something on every single tag. Right. Right. And that's a problem, man. Like, and so it's just, it, you know, that's like the, the starting thesis here. And then you see all these, all these guys that have gotten behind this. And you guys said, I think you got, you know, $50,000 or more oh, probably at this more, point. It's like more. 65 now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. it just, it goes to show that the, the mass majority Everyone isn't on that camp of like, yeah, let's, you know, let's tip over something. Every, I am deserved of a deer, every single tag that I get, I don't care the last day I'm going to shoot something. And, you know, it's been kind of interesting to see, you know, and, and, and I understand businesses don't always, you know, they're not there to promote each other's things and stuff like that. But like, there's a lot of influencers that haven't said anything about this. Right. And there's even been some that have spoken out against it. And I'm like, what is that saying about you and your, you know, your principles here is like either, either what you work for a company that has to sell people an idea of killing something every single time you go hunting or well, you're too insecure to not kill something every time you go out. I mean, it, it just what you know what you, I mean. Like you kind of real- yeah, you kind of mentioned though that you know about the critics that they're with an S. And actually, I'm not sure Very I know few. of two. Yeah. I know of one. Yeah, but but no, I'm not sure right. I know of two. And, and but even at that, I know there are two. Right? If there's a couple of guys saying it, there's there's more that probably think it. I think in general. That is natural. It's human nature to be a little bit competitive, a little bit whatever, and think, well, why would they do it? It'd just be, you know, for their own self-interest, selfish 
promotion of of epic or whatever and so this actually started dustin we have plenty going on in our life right like this actually you need another project we We had a what we felt dire straight necessity um drought stricken deer in nevada utah northern arizona and then the winter of this last year. And then year the hit. winter started off, but we were fighting. If you remember, Bronson, and you, I know you do because we talk about it daily. We were we were at odds with the Division of Wildlife here in Utah. And we're like, well, they're going to keep giving out these tags. 90 to 95% of the people at the RAC meeting, our regional advisory council here in southern Utah, got up. And and in relation to the tag quotas, proposed, proposed increase, increases in, for general season, an stuff. increase off of a year that we had one year of a major slash, and then the next yeah. year they wanted to jump back up, right? So we're like, why why are we doing that? Well, in in, the, in their mind, we were having an abnormal fawn survival. And we're like, well, Those are two fawns, points. they're going to be two points this fawns. year. That's like, all chill out good. for a minute. We don't have our populations yeah. back. We come off the nastiest drought ever. So Adam and I, and I mean, we were, we, it was born on a podcast, you know, right, basically. Right. I, I listened to that. I listened to that episode. I yeah. Think. And, and, uh, you know, Adam was like something, something along the lines of basically we should just do this and da, 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 da. And all of a sudden it was like, let's do that. And, and. And it was, okay, go ahead, issue your 3,000 tags, your 2,000 tags, whatever the case is. Go ahead and do it. But with those tags, we can do what we want. We could kill. We could not kill. And, and we were also, that was a very clear clear uh, distinction maybe that we made. We wanted everybody to go out and hunt your guts out. Hunt your guts out on whatever deer tag you had. And if you didn't see what you wanted, just know in the back of your mind if you don't need to shoot a deer, which, you know, very few people, have I mean, to have, have to have the meat, the meat off of a 85-pound yeah. yearling buck. Yeah. You know, and that's, <laughs> a, that's, that's not the usable meat. You're talking maybe 40 pounds of usable meat. Very few people with what you have to spend to get a tag, your gas, everything that goes into it, you, know, you, can, you can buy 40 pounds of hamburger pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just saying in reality, oh, I need the meat. I, there's cow elk for that. There's a lot of things. So we were very clear. Yeah, go, go hunt your guts out. Go hunt your guts out. But there's an alternative. Just pulling a trigger. There's nothing There's nothing that labels you as a failure. It's kind of like when you go fishing and you don't catch your limit. That's okay. That doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, not, not, some people have that thing. I didn't get my limit of ducks or my but, fish or, but or back I didn't kill in the a day when our, Oh, when our, it was. But back in the day when our dads were young, it was like, did you get your deer? You know what I mean, and that was kind of the mark yep. of a, are you a real hunter? And we're hey, just my li- listen. My grandma Whitworth. Okay, I still remember when she made the comment, um, but way back when I was a little kid, about how great of a hunter Grandpa was because he always came back with a deer. Right, he always came back with a deer, and that was the mark of yeah. a good hunter back yep. then. Right, and yep. and that 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 isn't the mentality. I don't like it, it is, but that was just like I mean, Grandpa Whitworth grew up hunting for literal meat. Well, yeah. and you probably were in the fifties through the seventies or whenever that was when there were good three age. times the deer we had and a good age class. Are. Yeah, and 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 yeah, all but the age structure was awesome. Yeah. It had all ages. You yeah. know, we're dealing with hunters being so good. It's not a matter of if Grandpa's a good good hunter, or if Dustin's a good hunter. Or, He's got it, optics and a gun that makes him. A good even hunter. if you're not a good hunter, hunter yeah. Dustin, you've got the equipment to make you successful. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so we're just saying, hey, you know, a little bit of self-control here, if you care, that we're in a dire straits. 
in We've some got, places. Yep. In some places. And so it's it was born off of that, coupled with a winter kill and and then Game and Fish is coming out. We have an eighty percent winter loss. Now it's maybe even higher we're seeing. But yet we don't have eighty percent tag cuts. And so we were like, why aren't you t- cutting tags? Okay, so obviously this is a, a balancing act with, you know, with budgets. Budgets and whatever, yeah. And so then we're just like, all right, we'll go ahead and issue the tags. Maybe we get to choose as a hunting group, as an industry, what we do with those tags. It, we're fine to kill. hope everybody hunts and does the best they can. But maybe the last day you don't smash a fork. You just smash one. Oh, yeah, listen, I'm, I, I'm, the, I'm the poster child Carter, I, I, I had that two, uh, two B in New Mexico and this has been, yeah. you know, Years eight, ago. eight or nine years or whatever yeah. back when I was, when I was the guy that you're targeting right now. Right. I mm-hmm. went down there, you, you know, the old potential of that unit oh, yeah. sure. and it's gone downhill. Right. And it was especially warm. We never got the winter. And so we didn't see a mature buck, right. For hunted from daylight to, you know, daylight to dark, as hard as we knew how to hunt, for the five days that they give you and guess what i did on the four and a half days in i couldn't take it anymore you smashed and i i dumped a two and a half year old four point with epic genetics <laughs> like I'm and the you admitted it and i think even point. your buddies gave you a little grief over like oh, i listened yeah. to that podcast yeah listen why why do you think you've never seen a picture of that i'm not proud of it right <laughs> well. and so that was about the turning point in my life when i realized I came to the realization of what Muley's matter is trying to, to, to show guys. Right. And that is like, I didn't feel good about that. I didn't need the meat. Uh, I was just doing it because I was a little insecure, right? Like I was an well, insecure hunter that was like, frick man, like I'm, there is like, something I'm though. There, we, we, your, everybody, yeah, like, everybody, everybody likes to harvest something. It is, there's something about you're going to the range, you're doing all that. You build the bullets. Maybe you're a reloader. You're wanting to know how an Acubon performs, you know, yeah, versus just, the normas that Josh just is seeing it all to with. fruition, having it, yeah, finish, like, finish yeah, your whole I'm, purpose while you're out there. there. There's something to that, and and or maybe you have young young kids with you, or a new newer hunter, or whatever. All that makes sense, and all that goes into it. It all goes into it. But at the end of the day, if you don't just have to say, "Did you get your deer?" You know, and that I had to get, I had, I went to Colorado. I spent this amount of money. I have to have hooves up in the back of my truck going home to Utah. Yeah. You know, and so then from there, then everybody's like, well, what about, you know, what about uh, New Mexico or what about Nevada or what about Idaho? What about Colorado? Like, and so then it just kind of gained some momentum. Yeah. And we, you know, we've done the best we can to try to keep maybe the intent of not diluting the prizes to the, you know. Whatever, 25 states that have meals, I don't know, 20, whatever. Whatever it is. To, to, to kind of what we, our intended the target, our concerns were to begin with. And we maybe even, you could say, broaden them beyond those states. But but just try to keep the principle it is. And, you know, and honestly, as this has evolved, we'll probably keep doing it. But in we all hope within five years we haven't had any more devastating winters. We've had more normal winter, normal uh, precip years to where we've had consistent years of fawns we know that this does not this does not going to grow not deer gonna, populations it's not going to fix it, our whole deer problem no, we, we know that we're not we're not we never purported to do that yeah but but, yeah, while, but while our buck numbers are low but it's what we can it's do. what our buck numbers are low both because of populations being down 
and years of low recruitment until maybe the last year or two, it will save some bucks now. And hopefully in five, six and, years, it, it's... And, it's we did a, and we did a Bombs on Moms so we can save some bills. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why, Dustin, again, this goes back to the DWR. We get we have a few landowners uh, here locally that will complain when they have 10 deer, eating them out of house and home in the winter when they're not growing anything. And so then they feel a need to go out and smash those does. And, and so we've had this whole, and that really we need a whole revamping of the landowner tag system to make it to where landowners want to see the deer on their property. And, and if it's transferable tags and they, were, they had some value, it could possibly fix all that. And there are some transferable tags, but not on the general. So we're just saying there was those kind of things. We're like, okay, well, go ahead and issue the doe tags, but maybe there'll be a few less does killed if people know that they're going to be possibly rewarded with a prize if they don't harvest one because our populations are all-time lows it feels like and yeah. pretty much everybody agrees with that why are we still issuing doe tags on rangeland especially in some of these places and bronson well, you guys saw it you guys witnessed it on zion three weeks ago or whatever oh yeah landowners with a half a mile buffer off of their eight acre grass patch not well, even a hay, baling hay. And they're they're out there smashing those. The, the <laughs> migrating deer. On, on, okay? pu on public land. <laughs> Clear down in the bottom of Zion. Oh. So so those are things where you're just like, God, really? We're smashing does. That migrate onto your thing in a place in October. We all agree the populations are a problem. Then on top of that, we're talking about populations of bucks and a good age structure. So while Bronson's talking about the fact that these saving buck tags is not necessarily going to grow deer numbers, it does help with our overall age structure of bucks, which we feel like is abnormally low. Oh, it is. And, and bucks in general, especially because we're not sure how those bucks are being counted. Uh, are we what what constitutes a, a, a buck yeah. right in, in a in a formula and so anyway the, those kind of things are are uh, what's concerning and so we address that we address the limited draw the general and over the counter and the bombs on moms there's three different bins it, it's yeah. maybe gonna you know be proportionate for the tags that are submitted or whatever not gonna yeah. have an equal number of tags in every bin because probably not going to be as many but what the alarm, the, the biggest problem, one of the bigger problems we had, Bronson, is watching everybody. This isn't just Adam and Jason's deal or Epic's deal. It's watching the entire general public down here get up and voice their concern. And the RAC went and voted against it. Yeah. They voted for the tag increase. They voted. Th yeah, the RAC did. The public was 90 to 95%. Do, uh, not ch do not increase our general season tags because you have one good farm crop going to be two points this year. That's literally yeah, what That's happened. literally what happened. And so then we're like, well, what can we do? Then you know what? This is the only thing we can do. We, we don't, we're not the DWR. Not the king of Utah we're, or we're not any on other the rack. Yeah. We're not on the board. Well, and here's – so here's here, here's my question for you guys because let, let's play this out one step further, right? Because I'm – the the DWR has got to be careful what, what they – you know, they, they – they, I'm not sure they completely understand how this is going to work. Right. So everybody, everybody looks at this on a one year basis and thinks, oh, we're having a bad winter. Muley's matter is going to step in and help us here. But but my question for you guys is at what point if we don't have this mindset long term, right, if we don't start putting more bucks and more mature bucks on the landscape, because the irony in the hunting world is that we're losing hunters. Right. We're losing hunters. We're losing hunters. And so. You know, they maybe think, well, if we issue more tags, maybe more this people is, can be involved. This is this is, this is my contention. same argument. This it, is okay. They don't have a good experience. Their, their argument is, if we keep cutting tags, 
we aren't going to be able to continually recruit young hunters. Right. And, and so, that initially sounds, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But I contend the experience that these 12 to 16-year-old kids, or 10 to 16, depending on the state, if you take them out there on a glorified drive in the mountains or a this? hiking trip and this? they if don't see anything there, if you take them out there day after day after day and, and they don't day, see which it, is happening that could be worse than if that kid never drew a tag and just had to wait a year because he's yeah. like dad i'm not going here for three years we haven't seen a three point in three years or a four, yeah, let alone a four I, point and the youth Listen, do I, and the youth do have a better chance to draw than we do and we can also mentor our tags so if, if a dad or mom or whoever really cares the kids can wait a little bit, but they don't have to if they've got family involved. There's yeah. other there's options. other mechanisms to get them there's money. Other and there's other options. And there's cow elk, and there's a lot of stuff for that. So this day and age, I mean, my kids are out crushing the place. So like my point is, is if the experience, and I'm not saying they have to kill a 25 inch four point when they're 12 or 14 to be hooked hunter. I'm not. I didn't do that. They need so to see. They need a to few have bucks. some opportunities, interaction. You know, maybe close call, maybe miss some. I mean. We all know some of the challenges that, that face you taking 10 to 14-year-old kids at times hunting. It's it's real. But if it's yeah. just a repeated wake you up at 4.30 in the morning, we drive around, we hike around, and, and never see any – there's no reward for them and to do And then you've it. got abnormal school load, school workload for homework at night trying to make up for the time when you went out in the hills and didn't <laughs> see anything. And pretty soon they well, lose interest, and that's what – that's what our contention is. If, and, carrot, and, but if when, there isn't a carrot big enough out there, don't doesn't no. matter just giving them a piece of paper to go out into the mountains. They can go into the mountains without that piece of paper. That's right. Yeah. So I see. I I grew up in Nevada, right? And, and you guys remember? I mean, I had what I would consider the picture perfect youth experience, oh, right? Yeah. We we grew up in in the Nevada had a youth preference. You basically drew every year. And I was that kid. I was. I shot a young. It you was could a, hunt it was all three, seasons. It was yeah. a three. Yeah, you could hunt all seasons. We yeah. we only hunted the rifle, but yeah. like I shot my first buck was a little three point. My next buck, I wanted. I was ready to even at that point. I'm like, okay, I got to get something a little bigger, right? Yeah. So I shot a three by four the next year, and then the next year, you know. But in Nevada, you had that opportunity and that ability to see enough deer back then that you could pass, right? Even with a 12, 13, 14 year old kid, we were passing deer up because, Oh, I already shot a three point last year. I'm going to get a one year older buck this year. Right. And, and I never killed anything at that age. I never killed anything over 170 inches or whatever, but, but the quality of the hunts allowed me to do that. Right. Yeah. But here, so here's, here's, let, let me go one step further. Cause the youth is one thing I'm curious at what point do you guys feel like, the the adult hunters are going to get sick and tired of this, right? We oh. I I understand that and you not, and I yeah, and not want to take their are, kids if they lose interest and, in yeah, hunting. They they're not going to take go, their they kids. They don't even want to take themselves, right? Yeah. At what point, point does this get so below average that it's just like I'm if you know I can't even go find a hundred and seventy inch deer. I'll go to and lake. I've killed, I'll buy a buy know. a boat and we'll go do do Lake Powell vacation. You have a, you have a right. boat. Well, I'm, right. I'm talking theoretical. <laughs> okay. I'm saying with, these people. By the way, I have one yeah, too. Yeah, go out with Travis yeah. Hobbs and, and pull in Lakers, you know, or, or whatever. Like, go fishing or, yeah, we're going to ride horses to get whatever. Just a hobby, a family hobby versus hunting. If if it's, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah. Well, then you, they we believe, though, Adam and I believe that if there's a, if the resource can handle it, tags for everyone. 
Oh, we, yeah. We're not trying to make a Henry's out of Pine Valley or Zion. That's or, a misconception. Yeah, the, 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 the Robbie Denning podcast, right, where you guys kind of went back and forth, and it was like, well, well you know, R- R- Robbie's, Robbie's a little – you know, well, he's hey, he's just like us. He's very opinionated in his own opinions. He and he has some valid, he has some valid points. What he doesn't want to do is, and I and I'm and I guess I'll speak for him too a little bit. But he's very good at, at uh, portraying his opinion, and he's done it. Um, and I have a lot of respect for him. But what he doesn't want to do is, if you give up OTC, you give it up forever. They never go back to OTC. And so, true. and I and I understand that. Yeah. And he w- he would rather. Hunt OTC that. and and hunt nice bucks or but the potential for a nice buck than not have any potential at all because he didn't get a tag, and so there's some validity but to that. See, I can see that. You That's- see that you see the conundrum that we've created here, right? Let's circle back on this whole thing because we've now created a conundrum where everybody gets a tag, right? And everyone wants a big, a decent deer, and then you've got all these companies, right? I won't name all of them, but you've got companies, and and more importantly nowadays. You've got the influencers and the social and the YouTubers and all the guys that are, you know, selling the apparel at Western Hunter, whatever. And their whole entire business model, like their whole entire premise of people buying their stuff is based on getting a tag and killing a deer with it every single year. Well, and they all have logos. That, they all have logos of big bucks. They're not putting two points on their hats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and so everybody, to, the, to, for <laughs> people, for, and people are on social media to see the special stuff that gets taken. And so, you know, to, for people to say that they don't care about trophies, just not the case. I think everybody, <clears> being a man, you kind of are excited about the anomalies that uh, get harvested. An older animal, bigger, mature. It, big old tell mass, me multiple eye guards. Yeah. I mean, you want to feel like you see a few of those die and. And we're seeing less and less this year, Bronson. No, I mean, question. think about we can't even think of a 210-inch kill on the entire second season in the entire state of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Heard of, okay. We've heard of one. I mean, those are that's a problem, yeah. you know. And so, and why is that? There's a whole nother podcast. That's you know, rut dates, you know, too many tags, and and all of these things. And so, and too many tags based off of you know our current technologies and things. So these are lots and lots of issues. I think this this thing. This Muley's Matter was just an initiative to basically, com- when we have no control over tag numbers, the public had no say. Let's, they proved that. And to, we did increase tags. Let's try to save some bucks while we're trying to, yes, grow them through. Mother Nature's the best grower. No question. Grow populations through you know, bombs on moms. Grow populations of of from cutting the drought, not having a hard class, winter. A good, yeah, solid having Mother age. Nature kick in is going gonna, is gonna to grow populations. We know that. But in the interim, the live bucks or the live young bucks that were about to become two points, let's let's try to save let's a few of those. Manage them properly. That's right. If otherwise, if we sh- shouldn't, if we don't need to manage them, what, why do we have all these biologists and stuff? Let's just yeah. turn them all into game wardens. I don't know why it matters if we're just going to give OTC always for the rest of our life. Why do we? Why do we need that? Why do we even need to radio call our stuff? Why? Right. Do, why do we need any of that? If all you need is seven to eight bucks per hundred dose to breed them in November, December. Just, just keep that up. If just that's biologically that what what, yeah. what we keep hearing, that's all you need and to have a quote healthy or a, enough reproductive success in a population. Then yeah, you don't. Need so to now it. when we've got Bronson, this is interesting mm-hmm. stuff. And Whitmer, here we go. But now when you've got um, agencies and boards that don't listen to the public, then all of a sudden you have really interesting um, proposals coming out for Southern Region. 
And you got, and now we've got, we're faced with some crazy stuff, shortened seasons, interesting weapon types, which are basically so, back yeah. 30-30s and long bows. Open and sight 30-30s. And this is actually out on the website. Right. This is the rack process. There's a rack meeting tonight. And these things are being proposed, okay? Why? Because they wouldn't answer to the public's cry for... Something needs to fix our deer. Less, ta less tags for a minute yeah. until our deer come back. And, and we contend we're in this wet little, uh, you know, span of time. It's awesome. We're actually going to grow some deer, Bronson. No matter what they do, no matter what people do, we're going to see yeah. an influx of deer, fawns, living, things like that. Because we've had a good 16 months, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Or two and years. Hopefully right. that yeah. comes through Keeps this going. next spring. But in the meantime, what can we do? This is all we can do. And, and this has nothing to do with... Epic's membership. This is this is free to people except for the stamp to get the tag here. You go on on monster on or excuse me monster Muley's, but Muley Muley's Matter website embedded in Epic Outdoors because somebody's got to do it, and so you do yeah, it's it. It's costing us money. If you want to just, I mean, Logan does Logan a big part of his job. Half his I hours. I mean, we're doing <laughs> all this. We're doing the facilitating. Logan, how many hours you spend? And on yeah, thirty hours a week. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he, he's no he's opening. You know, we, Jason and I open the mail, but a lot of times we hand it to him, and it's when we're got it up to here. He's making and, sure uh, they registered properly. They on got the them entered and getting them. You know, make sure they meet the criteria, and we're we're getting in donations still weekly. And so yeah, it's we're, we're not making a thing from this. Some people, oh, you're just using this to promote yourselves. Well, Epic Outdoors' his name not in, isn't in Muley's Matter, and I know I, we're tied together. We hired Logan to not do this. I know that. Yeah. We have to do a lot of other stuff. So well, listen, it's it's, it's it's no it's it's no better it's no better than all the other companies, most of which I was referring to, are the problem. Uh, hashtagging conservation that they give two percent for conservation, well, right? And they're using that to <laughs> okay. boost their business. And I'm right? not gonna I can't dive into that as much because I do I I personally feel like at least they're doing something, Dustin. Like I get it. I know no, what you're saying. Uh, that, that, that's what I'm saying, though. Like. But you know, if, a, if a business, a, let's even just call out Cabela's yeah. or somebody so big, we don't, we can't hurt anybody's feelings. If they say a certain amount goes back to conservation, oh, that's, I think that's great. I think right. I, they should get some kudos for that. They should get some kudos. Epic Outdoors, get some kudos. Is it going to amount to any real dollar figure? Oh, well, maybe it would be a grand of, of, you know, a few memberships. I don't know, Dustin. It's not it's an not it's even, negligible. We don't even think about that. That's not even it's negligible. It's not even a way out. A way out. If it if this cost us some members because we were passionate about it, we'd probably still. I do. have it. I contend we've cost ourselves some members yeah. because there's a lot we of have. people that want OTC tags. We have, and so, but we're passionate about our opinion, and I guess in this world and in this free enterprise system, our business, our idea, we're, we're hatching this, and we have the right to every year as we see winners crush drought come whatever evolve this a little bit different every year doesn't have to have the exact same rules we, for every year we answer emails daily do you yeah. bronson answered oh, today. an email today on montana guy guy says montana's dealt with droughts and winter loss and of course our game agencies are issuing over-the-counter resident tags with rifle rut rifle in the rut on mule deer like please help us he he slightly critical y'all didn't include montana but but re in reality, he's just saying keep keep us in mind in the future. We're we're up here fighting an uphill battle against our division. And we have and and, and we made some had to make some lines in the sand somewhere, and that was part of the reason. When you have a state that allows you to hunt five weeks in the rut or, or four <laughs> weeks or whatever with rifle, 
not shooting a deer is not going to do anything. It's not. So we just decided we're not going to include that, the general tax up there. We actually, Dustin, we actually feel like we get along. You can call people our competitors and things like that. We actually feel like we get along with them. Do you realize, like, some of these businesses you would call our competitors are submitting tags to Muley's Matter? Like, we have the division wildlife employees submitting tags. Okay, so we do. We've we've got Seriously. them in and here. We, we have, and so we have, and, wow. and we we want them. Okay, and and actually, through the grapevine, I've heard they're pretty, pretty optimistic about the program. Like, we issued the tags. You all get to choose how to you know what to do with them, and kind of an ideal world, really. That's they don't want to tell people they have to shoot a four point. They don't want to tell people what they have to use as a weapon. Uh, you know, maybe a single strand bow or or a number 11 <laughs> percussion cap or something. And so, and so anyway, we appreciate that. We actually, uh, uh, we actually value our relationship. We're a little critical because there are things, uh, Bronson, there are irreconcilable differences when it comes to tag quotas, even within their own formulas. That's the only thing. And I think, and Bronson was very vocal and went through all the formulas and, and, and kind of used their own data and challenged of, of some of their tag quotas. And so that kind of uh, frustrated some relationships and and strained some relationships, but we don't want that. We just want we just wanted to be heard and felt like that the public that stood is is heard. And their point is is there's a lot of people that don't come to these meetings that aren't being represented. And and our point is if they're not coming to the meetings, they don't deserve to be represented. Yeah. They they need to write in. They need to they need to write what their opinion is. Otherwise, how do you know if what the, the if, what the what if, the silent if, public if, wants? Ninety percent of the written and the oral comments, and you don't have to go to. You can write them in. Are all in favor of not increasing the permits? That's pretty straightforward. You're no. you're you're not an elected official, but in some case, in a way, you kind of are. You're there to represent. Yeah, you're there to represent. You don't take all the extremes and do the extremes all the time, and we know that has been done. But in this case, you could argue that, that the extreme side of things, the, oh, yeah, we're going to increase the tags. That was the extreme side. That was the 5 to 10% of the people that wanted that. We have yeah. people, Bronson and I both have people in our own neighborhoods, let's call them neighborhoods, live within 10 miles of us, that have told me, this was this last week, multiples. It's just interesting because a lot of the hunts are coming to, you know, coming to an, an end. end. Yeah. And so they said, I was so proud of my son. We went out and I'm like, there's a two by three, you know, let's, let's harvest that deer. You know, dad, I really think I want to put my tag in the Muley's matter. That deer is going to be bigger next year. And I'm just like, wow, it's a whole mindset. That, it takes years to tr create that mindset. And, and you're already seeing a little bit of a result of people thinking twice, even kids. How about that? How cool is that? That's really cool. You know, not that, not that, Hey, son or daughter you we never want you to harvest you gotta harvest right like it's it's healthy for these kids to harvest stuff it it's all, all the whole experience is healthy but it's also healthy to have to show a little restraint when you feel like they need it and and when when we have numbers off the charts we're cool no problem yeah. you know what i mean but so that's, and that's exactly why though i'm gonna have my my apparel out soon uh save a deer shoot a cow elk right 
<laughs> send it. Like, yeah. absolutely. They can't kill enough elk in Wyoming or but almost yeah, any state. Black on the sky with yeah. your arrows and your bullets. Like, you cannot yeah. kill enough elk in, Wa- in Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming, you guys are overpopulated. General's OTC for you. So, what do they do? Force you to go kill more? Like, what are they going to do about it? But, yeah. And yet, they're limiting non residents. So, it's just, it's a little interesting how they're. They're teaming at the seams, but they can't yeah. figure out the non-resident elk quarters. They just have yeah. a problem with us up there, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, but there's another thought. I'm just, I'm digressing. <laughs> but let's, what about here's something? My brain's turning. These are always dangerous moments. They are. But next year, let's just say next year, if we have a similar type program, if you send in a unpunched deer tag and a picture of a punched cow elk tag, you're you get. Double. Point squared yeah. in that or something like that. Yeah, square, <laughs> square your points. <laughs> Maybe the biggest prize goes to you killed an elk and you kill, saved a deer. Kill the cow elk and saved a deer. It could be. Yes. I'm serious. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We could throw a four-wheeler at that or something. <laughs> I mean, geez. Yeah. Hey, you're going to have a lot. Carter, you might have to shoot your first cow elk. <laughs> no. I want I can't kill a mom. So I went out to I went I want out. a little corner in your booth to sell my T-shirt. No. They're oh, so God. good. We're taking your idea. They're so you, good. You, you, <laughs> I, went out to, I went out to Iowa, and so they give you a doe tag and a buck tag. They want you to kill a doe. Like, they're disappointed when you don't kill a doe because – Dude, they're trying to they're trying to grow c- crops to live, right? Like it's not well, this is no joke. It's not like white are prolific breeders too. They're, oh. they're, I mean, they can get out of control. They're grateful for CWD and blue tongue, whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> they're not really. They're not really, but they are prolific. And so anyway, I teased Carter. I, I shot a buck. Yeah, I, I teased him. I said, Carter, well, your doe tags at the bottom. Didn't you know you have to kill your doe before you're like, no, he, he looked at me like, no. scared crap. Well, for point two seconds, you looked at me. I'm, I'm not going to admit it, but it did cross my mind. I'm like, you're, what? And then you're like, dude. And I'm like, so anyway, I shot a buck, and oh, that story will come out later. It's awesome. World-class experience, world-class buck. And they're like, okay, it's time to shoot a doe. I, okay, we're, we're, I have never killed a doe. Felt bad. Okay. Oh, you'd look at the udder and be like, how do I gut this thing? Like, I don't know, the you gut, know. The gutless method works on a doe as it does. Yeah, it does. But back there, they want you to gut it, and then they're going to hang it, and it's going to be Oh, this, yeah, it is. It's a, they it's don't a, want you to put the guts well, in the culture. field. They want you to drag it whole to your truck and then gut it back come, at the barn. Come get the side by side. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just like, I, I sat there in the tree, so I'm like. You got, actually got back in oh, I did. for a doe? No, for a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it a day and a half and I'm on the road I, I couldn't Kyle. do it I I'm, I can't do it like I don't I can't do it and it's not that um, I'm I'm looking down on people that do like you want a doe shoot a doe you, they're issuing tags put me in your freezer that's fine it's just when I was raised you you cherished the does and it was probably my, da- my dad instilling it in me because he's always fighting for better populations he worked for the division of wildlife and felt like he was fighting the establishment you know what i mean he was always against the grain and uh and so then i was raised with that and you just cherished your does they they built your bucks you know and so anyway there you speaking have it. of bucks i think everybody's dying to know what mule deer have you killed this year yeah no nah, have you i haven't killed Big old deer. Nothing. Now, what I've what I've can... chased is another story, and that's not coming out on a podcast. <laughs> which which state, at least? No. Oh, how no. much time he got? 
<laughs> Bronson. <laughs> I've spent some well, time. I just I, I heard I've Bronson finally milked it out of you that you had like seven or eight Mjolder tags. Oh, I did. No, it's no. I got more maybe. How many? Are, how let's just. How many of them are over it, with? I'm, I'm I'm counting myself. I'm gonna count. One, two, three. While you guys are counting that oh, up, I'll tell you how many. At I least have. four are done with. I'm grateful. When they come to an end, you can sp- quit putting gas in your truck. But until <laughs> then, you're trying to make good on something that's just not going to happen. I'm just I'm so picky. Um, Whitworth, it just is what it is, and uh, I enjoy being out there. And the, I wanna I wanna just be. You just be shock and awe when you walk up to one. You just shock and awe, you know. And so, for the rest of my life, it'll, I'll, I'll be putting lots of unpunched tags in file folders, and that's what I do. I'm really good at that. Really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Bronson killed a great buck, smashed that one feels, right off the bat. Like opening years, was it opening like, day. Feels like two years ago now. I mean, been who three does months? that? Well, it's been three months, and, Utah, and I almost Archer, can't remember. No, it's Nevada, Nevada actually. Archer. Nevada. But, I mean, I've had some grinders after that. I've had a couple, like Jason. So, and I've got a couple to go, which hopefully end great. But, but yeah, I mean, my average my average for the year, yeah, I hunted one day on one. But my average is still a week. Yeah, a week I, plus on my bucks. Own. The bucks I was after are still alive, so I'm going to become a professional shed hunter. I'm going to get with Ben and try to figure out what <laughs> kind of gear I need. Probably in, well, includes little Debbies that are on your website. Listen, I I thought this year, just like every other year for the last three years or whatever, that I'd be able to pick up and snake a first come first serve in Nevada. Didn't oh, even boy. get didn't even get one today, did you? Listen, I saw I've seen two permits. Yeah. In the three or four months or whatever it's been, and I have a job where I sit at a computer when I'm working. Like when I'm in when I'm in the office, I'm in a computer. So do I you, have do, you, do you clock out when you get on this no. first come first serve website? No, it's running right now. It's been <laughs> running this whole time. So you're doing yeah, the Nevada. You're, right. you're doing the. You're working on Nevada right now. Oh, all the time. Well, yeah. the quota the quota change in Nevada yeah. where a yeah, non-resident tag has to go to a non-resident. We have gave tag up. Has to go. It's like yeah. I think I watch, I've watched it for a total of like an hour all year because I just knew. Well, it's a waste. waste it's a waste. Yeah, yeah, it's a waste of time. I saw two. I've seen two permits, and I'll bet you. I don't even know, 100 hours of sitting here watching it, right, yeah. while I'm working on the side. Like, yeah. When you have two, two or three minutes. screens, you've just got one screen kind of churning in the background while you're yep. doing orders and whatever. Yep. Yep. Colorado, Colorado leftovers has been it's impossible. Been, it's been right? tough, too. It's tough. The announced sell time has kind of made that really tough. It, it yep. just happened. We know guys that have done it, some of the guys in the office, but – Getting tags is tougher and tougher, and we sympathize with that. And I think that's another reason there might be, even even you know Robbie, you you brought brought up Robbie. You know Robbie Robbie represents a good segment of the population out there, and so we I value his opinions and whatnot. And he, they their company has donated to to Muley's Matter. So similar to you, similar to Travis Hobbs himself. Uh, not a company himself uh, donated five hundred dollars cash, like and so it's it's awesome. And these guys, it's hard for them to see change, just like it is for us. We've seen a quality change, and uh, you know as well as getting tougher and tougher to draw tags, just like they are. And you know, of course, up there where they live, they have a whole different set of circumstances they're dealing with. We see it from our perspective. We're, we're fighting our battles down here. They're fighting their battles up there. And so for, you know, uh, 
what they're saying and what their opinions are 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 uh, valued and maybe even um you know we agree with some of that stuff it's just sometimes it's hard for us to say you know we've had so much change since 21st century here we are we do we really think that otc still makes sense we went through it in our state in our lifetime we did we went to regions five regions then we had to cut hunts down to five days long, you know, 20 years and ago. And we saw a blurp in quality. And actually, we did. And then when we finally went to unit by unit, it was it was tough. It was because we'd never done that before. It was tough. But Can't have everybody that has a general tag hunt in Pine Valley. So they had to break it up. No, that's right. So, but but I understand the, the two states really that remain, you know, the Wyoming and Idaho. And, and, and at least Wyoming has been a fairly lower population base. Idaho hasn't. They're fighting bolstering populations of people yeah. and, and res- people are moving in more residents. And so they're combating that. I don't know how much that's going on in Wyoming to the extent it is in Utah and Idaho. But, but you know, that's a reality. You can't just have everybody get a tag that wants one at some point. I don't think that's going to work. And when is that? What's well, going to be the tipping point? We'll and you out. guys, and you live in Wyoming now, Dustin. You know, yep. you got Wyoming residents. They do not want to give up their deer tag. And so you see this huge winter kill, bigger than bigger than anybody can, quantifiable, quantifiably bigger than anything they've ever seen, okay, in, in record-keeping times. And yet they have no way to combat that per se other than – you know, just an awareness of, of people saying, hey, don't, don't just shoot the only buck you see because it might be our breeder buck. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? And so, yeah. and so it's causing game and fish agencies to look at their system to be able to f- combat that in the event of emergency. And so anyway, w- whatever. I understand it. We, I understand all of that, all of change those is issues. Hard. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And I'm not even saying they should change. No. I'm not even saying Idaho should change <coughs> I- I- any of that necessarily. Mealy's matter is one of those things that we can all agree upon. It, it, no matter what you think about management, no matter where you live, yeah. is don't th- sh- if you don't have to have it, maybe value the resource enough to let it live. That's all. <laughs> well, it's-, it's yeah, and it's it's the only it's the only way that that it all it's all suffice, right? The state still gets their money, right, because they yep. get to sell the permits. Everybody gets to go out in the mountains and have their family deer hunt. Yep. Every, you know, it, it's the only way is if that, you know, and maybe it's 5% of us and maybe it's 50%. Who cares? Yeah. Right? But it's, it's the only way to move the needle besides the, the common sense things, right? More habitat and better fencing and the highways and all the stuff, predator management and, you know, the obvious stuff we haven't really talked about. But it's, it's really the best idea that I've heard that we you know grassroots movement that can change something right now this year without anybody's vote or anybody's you know is just each individual choosing or not choosing to maybe make a change with their own tag so that's why i got behind it i loved it well and it and it and it, and it makes sense for all of us it's not we're trying not to be fractured as a hunting industry there's so many opinions on game management we we saw what we saw in our little southern region and uh, and then we of course we hear the cries of everybody up north and and sympathize with it and at times hunt Wyoming at times hunt northern Utah or whatever and so it was something we could everybody can get get behind and it has nothing to do let's just go over a couple of things you don't have to be a member of Epic Outdoors you don't have to be a member you would get on um, 
Muley's Matter on the Muley's Matter website. You can go to epicoutdoors.com. It's the first thing you see. Click on it. And then go uh, submit. You can go to your how to enter. Click on that. Go choose your prizes. you got to send your tag to us. And then you're going to be in the draw, okay? And there, and with that is some contact information so we can call you. Some some tags don't have phone numbers on them. We need to be able to contact you. And then select your prizes. The prizes, we're going to divvy up based on percent of people that submit. So if there's five doe tags, you can't give ten prizes in the, doe, in the bombs on mom's draw, okay? So we're going to do it based off a of percentage. So it's evenly fair. If, and that's just across all all the states that are being considered. And the states yeah. are listed. They're listed on there. Yep. So you got limited but, draw tags, you got general or over the counter tags, and you got bombs on moms tags. And the states. But if I'm like tags. if I'm a Wyoming if I'm a Wyoming general tag, am I competing with only Wyoming general no, people? No, you're competing against Arizona, Idaho, and Wyoming. All the general, general tags that not, are in that. Not non-resident yeah. Wyoming because we're on a draw. Yeah. You're Wyoming right. residents. Right, right, right. Non-resident right. Wyoming will be in the limited entry pile, which is probably going to be. I don't know. I don't know yet. If, I don't know if that's bigger than the general or not. To be honest, I was I'm, no idea. But because of the Utah general being limited entry, it that probably skews it more because we're based in Utah. But I'm just guessing. We're just going to try to proportion it, uh, make the prizes proportionate somewhat to the tag submitted. So this will to some extent. So percentage wise, this will be evenly fair. Not just targeting trophy hunters, limited draw hunters. We're not just targeting general OTC buck tags, and we're not just targeting antlerless hunters it's yeah. even three but three bins that are even percentage wise so yeah that's how we don't know how else to do it we can adjust it for next year that's what we're doing we've we want to say thanks to everybody that's participated if there's no participation you feel yeah. like you're the only one that feels this way yeah. you know what i'm saying but but yeah. it's been overwhelmingly not the case we're it's knocking on the door of a thousand entries um it, you know and of course this is when all of the this is when all of the hunts are just ending. Oh, yeah. People, we this month, of, we got a lot of texts going. I still got to send. I still got to send mine in. Yeah. yeah, the deadline's December first. If we didn't mention that by five p.m. December one, we have to have it in our office. Well, yes. The tag unused. Yes, tag. and th that's to promise that you will get in. And yes. then what we've decided is it may take us five to six days to yeah. sort it all out. Yeah. If we yeah. get if we get tags within that time frame. And we can get you in the draw. We're going to get you in the draw. Yeah. There's a few hunts that draw end the line somewhere, right yeah. at the end of November. Yeah, there are. But yeah. to make sure you're in, get it in by then. But if they come in December 2nd, we haven't run the draw, you're still going to get in. It's just. Yeah. We it, had to put a date on there. You have to put a date. At some point. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's been a lot of questions like, well, my hunt ends right at the end. And I do it. If I first air it, will it get in? Yeah, it's going yeah. to get in. It's going to take us five, six, six days to, to, to get it ready. To, to run the draw. I don't even know what day December 1st is. So it might be a it's Sunday. A it's a knows? Friday. It's okay. a Friday. So. All right. So Probably anyway. The next Monday or Tuesday. And then anyway. uh, there's some rules on there. Um, in uh, You know, entry forms. It has to be a physical tag. How, how do you do a, how do you e put an e-tag in the draw? Are you going to put a photocopy in there? I mean, so these are. We just had to make our own rules and please understand that. Right, yeah. Basically. We're it's, not trying to be not fair. Dedicate 100 tags in Utah that you have to submit to the state to prove you didn't harvest. They're we, not we excluded counted. those because you also are incentivized not to shoot a deer, or you can't shoot three One of deer them, anyway. You can't in, shoot in, three. In One has to be unpunched, so, so we don't want to police. We that. just decided that was a little muddy. So and and I realized that's. Yeah. But we, listen, we, if anyone if anyone's having the urge to complain, like these are the same people that complain about the free algorithm on the free platform, the free social media platform that 
you know, doesn't get them as many likes as they used to get on the free yeah, platform. Exactly. It gives them free, yeah, you know, yeah. con- free eyeballs. So yeah, exactly. this well, is all just for a good cause. That's and, all like, it is. We're not trying to be unfair, and, and, yeah. and, and we can revamp this in the future. There, there may be other states that elevate higher in our minds in, in two years than others that are cranking out deer like crazy. And we may drop yeah. a couple states. I hope we can drop a couple states that start cranking stuff. But there, we'll there, and, the, and the critic, the critic that you're talking about there, Dustin. I mean, okay, you're going to have a little bit of that. You got to expect it, I guess. But it did, it does frustrate a guy. I think based off, it was just based off of inaccuracies. You, you know, assuming there wasn't a, a bombs on mom's bin, assuming it was just targeted to trophy hunting. You know, assuming that you had to be a member of Epic. I mean, there was several assumptions. And after three or four posts of that, at some point you got to speak up and just say it's not. It's not necessarily yeah. the case, and uh, yeah. you know. But 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 no problem. I mean, we're fine. It's not a big deal. We actually get along with everybody in the industry and and are good with it and have uh, other businesses submitting tags and it's good. It's fun. It's all good. They're not not supporting our bottom line. That's for sure. So yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. I think you guys have started a huge you know, whatever you want to call it, a movement or a grassroots movement or a, almost a lifestyle idea. Right. I'm going to build, listen, I'm, I'm going to build a brand on this, right? Like I'm, I'll be the title sponsor next year and it'll be on the premise of this whole, this whole feeling. You're going to build a for-profit enterprise off of Muley's matter. That's nonprofit. <laughs> yes. You're, you're that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the slogan? I mean, you've already trademarked it, I'm sure, so it doesn't what matter. Was it? Yeah, was I've it? already save got a deer, it. kill a cow out. Yeah. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, save, like save a deer, kill a cow. Okay. Uh, kill uh, or doesn't even need to put out. Cow would yeah. work. Beef, beef, cow elk. Yeah, beef. Mutton, whatever. Cow moose. Mutton. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my a other cry, one. A cry, my, other, a cry. my other one that I'm working on that I'm gonna that I've already trademarked is. You know, you see the. You haven't you trademarked know, you, it. You're just doing. Have, you're just you posturing. Can't. You're just posturing. <laughs> you can't. You can't eat the horns, right? Is what everybody says. Mine is you can't mount the meat, right? Mm. <laughs> you, okay. Well, that. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna take off like wildfire. Uh, maybe. 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 Next year, too. I've you should got run all your ideas by us so we can help you filter the good and the bad. <laughs> Here's we'll an do idea. it for free. I've got a, we'll do a lot free. of long, cold we nights on the prairie of Wyoming. <laughs> left to, that's left <laughs> unto yourself. So We, run, we want you to succeed. Run them by us first, boss, before you dump major amounts of money into some of this garbage. Here's an idea. Next year, I've got a th- we've got a three-legged llama that got hurt in an accident. Oh, I'm, we're going to make this money off that. Is this a joke? Is this a joke? Hey, there was a three-legged llama once that – anyway, continue the story. <laughs> well, that that's the story. We're going to throw him in the Muley's Matter donation next oh, year. Some lucky, some lucky guy is going to pass on a doe oh, and be rewarded with a three-legged llama. So. <laughs> <laughs> whatever does it come with tack <laughs> they'll keep the tack and sell the, no sell tack. the llama. <laughs> tax, tax extra oh well we appreciate your support and uh yeah and your donation and everybody else's donation i hope they're i hope their companies are wildly successful for supporting uh, muley's matter it's probably yeah it's probably the last one last made dedicated podcast we're going to have before the end of the december mainly because we're all going other places for the next two weeks we've got thanksgiving thrown in there as well so um yep as as mentioned, 
check out the website, epicoutdoors.com or realtiesmatters.com, and, uh, you know, enter your tag, pick your prizes, send your tag in. When that comes in, Logan marries your entry that you did online with your tag, and it's been received. You know what's funny, Bronson? And, uh, We've had elk tags submitted. <laughs> Unpunched elk tags, and I want that should go against them because we want those punched. Yeah, that's a minus. <laughs> yeah, those, if you send in an elk tag, you're invalid for the next five years for Muley's Matter. <laughs> you're banned for life. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Well, it's just people are just assuming. You know, obviously, it's just jump to some. Uh, Throw hey, the tag. I think that yeah. Or they just, who knows? They could have just said tags. some. Hey, send those guys in. If you don't punch a tag, they draw prizes for it, and that could have been how it was. Maybe their wife out. threw in the the elk tag instead of the deer tag. I don't know, but we have had elk tags submitted. It's pretty pretty funny. <laughs> No desert sheep tags. No desert sheep. <laughs> <laughs> well, good times. Hey, appreciate you initiating this podcast. Of course, you know, there was a little banter on Instagram that, you know, somewhat initiated a conversation about it. But we've been on podcasts with you before and, and appreciate your support. It's all good. So, yeah. Uh, what, I have what, are you drinking? I, what are you drinking? Come on. That's a rhetorical question. Dude, he did a double gulp. It's not white. What do you mean? It's water or punch. Or is this well, one of the? Is Hawaiian this one of the? Punch. Is this one of the two hundred and twenty-six uh, that you're still uh, taste testing of all energy drinks? Is this a new one? <laughs> Listen, I had one. I had one once. Some some. I have people bring them and send them to me. That's how ridiculous this gets to review. And it was called like Rooster Booster or something. Like it was complete. Like Garbage. from overseas, oh, non FDA approved. Yeah, I was oh, not even close. Straight yeah. from Indonesia. No, sorry. Yep, not even close. So. Got ground Listen, up. The, antler and- the pro tip, as you guys know, the pro tip with energy drinks, the reason I can go so hard for so long on them is you have to supplement with water. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's the guys who just pound them all day with yeah. no water that'll get you. Yeah, they are diuretic. They're, you know, like too much caffeine. Yeah. Diet. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hydrate. Gotta, you gotta drink, drink them, and then drink something that really hydrates you afterwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, drink something well, that works. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. Th- hey, thanks for spending Send time your with tag. me. You bet. Send us in your tag. Yeah, it's it's coming, and luckily it's just a general tag, so you don't know where I'm hunting. You don't have a clue. Well, yeah, it says G E N on it. Yeah. You can hunt. We don't care where you hunt, Dustin. Yeah. And and everyone who sends in their limited entry tags, they can be assured that you guys aren't going to like post them or you're no, not going to look at. Them. Come on, no. yeah. I mean come it's on. not. We won't. I mean a it's, lot of the limited entries are are hard to get tags. A two B, whatever. You know, there's yeah. they're like legitimately tough we, to get we, tags. We had some Arizona Kaibab tags just sent in. Yeah, like that. Jeez. That's all private. Right. Like. That's all private, so it's not going to just post no. everybody's, you know, no, house no. location. Yeah, we won't be I shooting mean, pictures we've, won, we've, we've run plenty of raffles and, and had to do, be discreet with, you know, contact information. Yeah. And we make a living a picture of the tag applying people and, no. and are careful with their personal information. Yeah. This is all about just making sure they're in the right bins, and then when they get drawn, it's a valid tag, a valid entry. It was somebody that name. saved a deer. It was in your you name, know. yeah. And it wasn't a photocop. We've asked people if they can do... Yeah. photocopies no no because you could have copied that tag and then punched the tag on i mean there's just <laughs> no. guys you, you can't no. it yeah. doesn't work there's certain things that just don't work and it's it's just in the name of of an in, in uh, of keeping the integrity of a, a, f- a free draw 
with, I, I with will say over we, fifty thousand dollars in prizes. Yeah, if somebody did try to fraud the system, we would probably make him famous. Oh, we'd what do they call it? Lamb based him make on him the famous. podcast. If so, yeah, something cancel. does happen, there's ways to cheat, right? Every system. Trust me, if that happens, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. So yeah. it's all good. Yeah. It's all good, boss. Okay. Hey. Thanks. Well, pre- appreciate you guys. Go jump on the uh, jump on the Mealy's Matter movement if you've got a tag, or even if you're still hunting one. You know, the last week or two of the month here. Think about think about uh, you know just just not for once, <laughs> just not. <laughs> and then send your send your tag in. <laughs> Make it matter to you, basically. Make All right, guy, go go have a glass of water. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All See right. Ya. See ya. See ya. Bye. All right, everybody. That was an awesome podcast. We appreciate Dustin and his support. Dustin Whitwer, like we said, you know, there's a lot of lot of different management techniques and styles. Uh, everybody's got an opinion. This is one we can all agree on. And uh, anyway, muleys matter. If you're if you have an unpunched deer tag, uh, and it fits the criteria that's on the website, limited draw tags. Say in Arizona, Colorado, west of I-25, uh, Idaho, Nevada, New Mexico, Utah, Wyoming. Or you have a general over-the-counter tag in Arizona, Idaho, or Wyoming residents, or a Bombs on Moms, any antlerless tag in Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, Nevada, New Mexico, Utah, or Wyoming that are mule deer tags, consider sending them in. It's free of charge. You're going to be in for some awesome prizes, and we appreciate you and your support of the Muleys Matter movement. Um, just a little something we can do. We, Of course, we can voice our opinions, go to all the meetings in the different states, things like that, but this is just a little something extra, and it's kind of a fun way to give away some prizes, and we've, we sure appreciate the donors and whatnot uh, out there. Also appreciate the participants. We've gotten a lot of entries, and we're going to get a lot more, and it's awesome. It just shows that we uh, there's plenty of people that feel the same way. It's It's okay. To have unpunched deer tags doesn't mean you're a bad hunter. So anyway, actually a good conservationist and a good sportsman. Uh, appreciate you. Good luck in the hunts. There's a few hunts coming down the pipe that are going to be ending here shortly. We're right here in the middle of November, the best time to hunt mulders in the rut. Uh, good luck to everybody that's going, that's in the field or going to be in the field. We, we hope you kill a great buck. But if you don't, go to muleysmatter.com. All right. We'd like to thank all of our sponsors here at Epic Outdoors. For top-of-the-line hunting, clothing, and apparel in every environment, visit underarmor.com. We'd like to thank Under Armour for being our title sponsor and making this podcast happen. Visit our website, epicoutdoors.com, for discount codes to Under Armour hunting apparel. Handcrafted, quality, precision rifles from start to finish. Red Rock Precision is one of our sponsors, and many of our staff uses Red Rock rifles. Visit redrockprecision.com to find out more. If you're in the market for a hunting property, our sponsor at St. James Sporting Properties specialize in premier hunting properties throughout the West. Check out available hunting properties at stjamessportingproperties.com. Good-looking, comfortable camo describes Kuyu. The new bush pants from Kuyu keep your legs comfortable while walking through the thorns and bristles. Visit Kuyu.com for sizing and prices. Kenetrek makes great boots for any situation. Most sheep hunters in the high, rocky altitudes use these boots to keep their ankles in check on the rough terrain. Visit Kenetrek.com to learn more. We at Epic Outdoors are a fierce firearms dealer and have many popular models in stock and ready to ship. Call us if you would like help deciding which options are right for you. Fierce long-range rifles are a great rifle, and many of our employees here use them. Visit Fiercearms.com to learn more. Triple S Polaris specializes in custom setup hunting side-by-sides. They deliver right to your door nationwide. Visit SSSPolaris.com to learn more. For affordable, long-range rifles and shooting schools, visit ThompsonLongRange.com. Hoyt is top-of-the-line archery equipment. 
Hoyt is the official bow manufacturer of Epic Outdoors. Everyone on our staff shoots a Hoyt bow. Call if you'd like to visit about their different models or visit Hoyt.com. Thank you to PhoneScope, the best camera optic adapter out there. PhoneScope makes high-quality phone cases and optics adapters. Visit PhoneScope.com to learn more. StealthCam has high-quality, durable trail cameras that we all love to use. Check them out at www.stealthcam.com or call us to order today. Here at Epic Optics, we are a verified dealer for Swarovski, Zeiss, Leica, Vortex, StealthCam, and more. Call us today to visit about the available optics we have and what would be right for you, or visit epicoptics.com. For only $150 a year, you get nine issues of the Epic Outdoors magazine and unlimited access to our hunt consultant, as well as access to our verified research website. To see all the other member benefits, visit epicoutdoors.com. If you hunt multiple states, our services are essential. The Epic Outdoors license application service is for you if you ever miss deadlines or would like help developing your long, medium, and short-term license application goals. Give us a call today at 435-263-0777 to learn more.